0: You're listening to The Music Millionaire Show, the podcast that inspires musicians to be in control of their music career. My name is SG-1, and I'm the co-founder of the Grammy Award-winning production team and record label, The Peacemakers. And we're best known for working with artists like Dr. Dre and a plethora of platinum and award-winning artists. So I challenge musicians like yourself to learn the music business ins and outs to understand that success isn't by chance, it's by design. So get ready for your perception of the music industry to be challenged. Welcome to Music Millionaires. You have to see it. Before you become it. All right, so peace and blessings, guys. I'm your man SG-1 from the Grammy Award winning team, the Peacemakers. I also have my partner and compadre on this particular podcast. We're doing a podcast. You guys here on YouTube will not be able to hear everything. You'll probably just be able to hear my one side of the story, possibly some of what uh, my partner here is talking about. And then what you can do is go back later on and then listen to it on Anchor, which will be inside of the description later on. Uh, I will allow you guys, though, while we are in the live stream, to be able to ask questions between what topics we have and what we're talking about. Um, It's definitely worth it. So anyway, let me introduce my partner who is on here, um, David E. Maxwell, also known by Them Beats Productions. David, what's going on, brother?
1: Uh, Not much, man. Just living and loving life, as usual.
0: Always, man. This brother's one of the most positive brothers I've uh, met, man, and... uh, be chopping up and talking about a lot of great things man and so on the podcast uh i thought i felt like i needed uh, some uh, wisdom someone older than myself man to be able to come and balance this conversation out a lot of times and i get tired of talking to myself today you know i mean like i hear you <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah a lot of stuff like you said one time a lot of stuff be rhetorical
0: yeah, a lot of stuff is rhetorical And, um, you know, because one of the things that Like, you know, w- w- with what we do here Especially what I do with uh, Music millionaires, I get a lot of new producers And a lot of new subscribers Who are just becoming aware of me And so a lot of times when we do live stream Or when I'm putting out videos They ask some of the questions that's already been answered And, um, um, you know, a lot of guys who follow me That's been with me for a while I'm pretty sure it becomes a little tedious because, you know, it's something that I've already answered before. However, you know, um, with those guys, I I extend myself to them and say, hey, you know, give me a call, ask me questions, you know, ask me something that's not being asked, and then, you know, let's go with it from there. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's what we are. But, uh, D, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, man. You know what I mean? Um, More than anything, you know, I want to talk about the future of the music business and musicians, Really understanding, um, the music industry. And the reason why that came up was because in a recent interview with a young rapper from the West Coast named, uh, Blueface, uh, it was revealed that he didn't even know how many record labels he was actually signed to. And oh that was scary. So, um, want to talk about that. Want to chop it up about, uh, you know, this, this hate crime that just happened against, uh, Jussie Smollett. You hear anything about that?
1: Um, not too much about it other than what's basically out there in the news. You know, uh, it's, it's crazy, you know, someone that has to deal with something like that because of someone else's personal preference.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and really, you know, uh, uh, from every aspect of it, I think it was one of the worst things that could happen being firstly, you know, that he's openly gay. Secondly, he's a black actor. And so from just, you know, my understanding, you know, uh, he had to deal with that on two fronts, uh, literally them um, beating him, basically, and, and saying, you know, making racial slurs and then talking about the fact that he's also gay. Uh, yeah. Just amazing, man, because uh, and, and I tell I tell people this, even in the entertainment business, these are the things, guys, that you've got to look out for. You know, I mean, no, matter, no matter how much success you get, it seems like we're going backwards as a society. And that's
1: the part oh, they're not understanding. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, uh, um, like you said, someone that has to deal with something like that on several fronts to be, to come out openly and then have to deal with that, you know, the backlash and be affected physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Right. You know, a lot of people don't see it from that point of view. They just looking at it through their own eyes. But what I commend the, uh, uh, the co host, I mean, the, the co actors, um, they came out and, you know, then and, and stood in this corner. You know, right. that's what need a lot. We need sometimes, you know, just to rally around someone, regardless of our personal views, but dealing with the issue at hand. Right. You understand what I'm saying?
0: Right. Right. I agree with you 100% wholeheartedly. And so uh, for those of you who are just tuning in on YouTube, we are doing a live podcast. You cannot hear my host. We are working on this, however. And if you guys want to join in or, or want to help us make this podcast larger, I extend my humble askings <laughs> to take some <laughs> of this of the old man. If you guys have knowledge of this stuff, take it off of us, man, uh, because the podcast is definitely necessary. It's needed when you guys uh, don't have time to watch YouTube videos or if you're home at night and you're going to bed like myself, I listen to podcasts. I listen to radio shows. You know, it actually puts me to sleep. I cannot go to bed Without listening to something, I don't know what that is. And then I go into that paranoid state where I hear everything after that. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. so, um, but, um, l- listen, l- I, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about it because it is marketing at its best. Let me explain something to you guys. Me and you was talking about this and I've been trying to share what music mean is marketing. Mm-hmm. And, um, it stems from soldier boy, right? So, Soldier Boy has been trending, guys. He's been trending like no one else. You know what I mean? Literally, he's been trending. And I don't know if people have really picked up on what Soldier Boy is actually doing. So, he went on the Breakfast Club, right? During his interview, he told his truth. And that's the only way I can define it. It was Soldier Boy telling his truth. Mm -hmm. And within his truth, his thing was. That if it was not for him, being who he was and what and, and the things that he has done, the rap game would not be where it is now, especially when it came to YouTube and the doors that he opened up utilizing YouTube for rappers. Now, what, what do you think about that?
1: Uh, can I say that one more time? Repeat that.
0: I said, what do you think about that? Do you think Soldier Boy was influential to where? Uh, musicians are now with YouTube and being able to, um, make their, their, you know, their intro into YouTube. You get what I'm saying?
1: Oh yeah. No, no doubt. Uh, um, I'm quite sure he's very influential because, you know, first of all, he has a, a large following and people follow you for different reasons. Right. And, and and the fact that he's doing what he's doing now is, you know, it's interesting Right. because, uh, he, like you said, from a marketing uh, aspect, you know, it, it's gaining momentum and it's gaining interest. So even the followers that he has now, even if you don't follow him, and you hear something, that's still something that's going to grab your attention that you're going to tell others about. Right? So I think it's a it's a great uh, uh thing for marketing and for his brand.
0: Yeah. So you so you, so and, and that's what it really is. You know what I mean? Um. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna play a, a, a snippet of it right about now.
2: Tiger had a record. Tiger. <laughs> Here Tiger? Okay. Tiger? <laughs> this nigga sitting right here talking about Tiger. The nigga that lost his bitch to Travis Scott? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Holy shit. The, the, nigga that, the nigga that Travis Scott netted in the bitch and got her pregnant? Damn. Holy shit, Big Draco. Uh, that, 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 him? He had the biggest comeback? Shit. Because of what? He did a record with Nicki Minaj? Nah, the joint with Offset Taste. Taste. The, the joint dude, with, with Offset. That. Nigga, you know how many songs I got with the Migos? I'm the nigga to put Drake. You like a godfather of hip hop, so. Oh, God, I am. I am. It's facts. Nigga's talking about Kanye. Mm -hmm. Nigga, I'm that nigga. I'm the nigga. Mm -hmm. Kanye came in here talking about, I'm Walt Disney. And I'm. What'd he say to you, Charlotte? Nigga, you ain't none of that. Then why you ain't come out why you ain't come out with shit then? I came out with a whole video game console, bro. I'm the first rapper to do that in history, bro. You ain't Walt Disney. You ain't none of that, bro. You. Drake? (laughs) Drake? (laughs) <laughs> the nigga that got biting by Pusha T? The nigga that hiding his kid from the world, but his world wanna hide from the kid? <laughs> Arby Graham in the wheelchair? Drake! Yes! Y'all niggas better stop playing with me. And <laughs> Tell me what's really going on. Drizzy Dre, back in this thing already. Was hand- That's oh, Soldier! Shit! That's oh, my bar! Shit! He copied my oh, whole fucking flow! That's me through the phone! He copied my whole fucking
0: flow! Um, I think what he is doing is ingenious because you know he made a point inside of the interview with the breakfast club and he mentioned the fact that takashi 69 is like his son he created takashi now everyone knows takashi Six Nine was a young little mexican brother with the the rainbow colored hair and the rainbow mm-hmm. gold grill um you know he's he's one of the ones that is now considered the pioneer of trolling however mm-hmm. you know um you know, Soldier Boy feels a certain type of way about that, you know what I'm saying? So well, you know, uh, that's
1: his son. That's his son. He's gonna come, you know, gonna feel you know, that have to come to his defense about that. Right,
0: right, right. And you know, and, and you gotta look at that like, okay, you, you got great point. So I think what he's doing at this point is he is taking advantage of the fact that the brother is locked up. I think he's coming back to try to reclaim his throne. Um uh, mm-hmm. because me and you know how the the, the music game works, right? You know, uh, you can't have two of the same type in, in the same genre of music doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? You
1: can't, you can't have two number ones. You can't have
0: two number ones. Thank you. It's
1: like a two headed monster.
0: That's the best way to put it. That is the exact best way to put it. You cannot have two number ones. And so, with due respect, I think that, um, Soldier Boy has, Validity in a lot of things that he is saying and that he said um, when it came to his position within the music industry, you know, um, he, he really didn't take to a lot of criticism that well uh, when it came to opposition or being or someone saying that someone is better than him. Now, it's no secret, you know, he's he's not the best rapper. You know, what I mean, come on. You know, he had right, more right. Of a dance hit that he came out with. And so when it just comes to lyrical content and context, how he presents his music, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't think that he stands ground with his lyrical context. Now, everything else I can't, you know, argue with him on as far as who, you know, what he says he pioneered. Mm -hmm. But uh,
1: uh,
0: I I do think that he has valid points in um, what he feels... That he's created or the doors that he's opened for other artists. So, okay. um, with Soldier Boy though, you know, and, and me bringing all that up to you because I watched a meme the other day with Saturday Night Live. And if any of you guys have watched <laughs> Saturday Night Live, they had, they had a spoof they did with Soldier Boy okay. and it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> they had the guy that did. Uh, soldier boy, and he basically was like, Trump,
1: Trump. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest funny. thing ever got. And, and I just
0: funny. loved it, man. I loved it 100% completely. Did
1: you get a chance to watch it yet? I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I'm definitely going to check that out. And, and you know, the, the funny thing about this also, for lack of a better word, is that when, when you're trending and you're in the news like this, you, you, um, like, like Saturday Night Live picked this up. So now, they're on the radar and then someone else going to see this and probably have uh, an a, a action or, or, you know, and that's going to affect them a certain way where they're going to respond something. So all this does, it boosts it boosts the hype. And like I said, earlier, right, it boosts right, the brand. Right. It, it puts you in, in in the position where all eyes are on you. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> and, and, all- and, and, and that's the key. You know, I mean, we're talking about marketing. So l- love him or hate him. When it comes yep. to marketing, as for as when it comes to Soldier Boy or any of these guys, it's something to talk about. And I think that it's one of the most ingenious ways to make a comeback. Um, yeah. because it's, it's, it's getting attention. Soldier Boy is grabbing attention. And, and let's, let's be honest, guys. At the end of the day, um, they say any media is good media. Any kind of news yep. is good news, good, bad, or indifferent. So, you know, you can't hate on him for, um, Trying to make this comeback, you know, what I mean, whether it be through right. his bootleg Nintendo games to, you know, him claiming to be, you know, the godfather of, of YouTube hip hop, whatever it is. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's, it's making for good conversation and it yeah. is giving him exactly what he wants, which is marketing and, 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 and a, yeah. and, and you, getting you know, back in the limelight.
1: You, you know, and I find a lot of times, uh, people to respond and say things and, and hate on because they only looking at it from their point of view now if they was to take themselves and put them in their shoes maybe they can see it a little bit different you know what I mean and the comments sure. that they're making would uh, definitely be different once they you know walk a mile in his shoes right right and have it- to deal with everything that encompasses that
0: right right because I think I think for, for a lot of artists the want to become popular and famous and to at least have some level of success, um, mm-hmm. really, really says, you know, it identifies an underlying tone with us as humans, which was, you know, um, I hate to say it, uh, uh attention deficit, not necessarily yeah, attention <laughs> deficit <in> order, <laughs> right. But attention mm-hmm. deficit, you know, wanting to be in the limelight, wanting to be, uh, idolized, want right, right. you know admired, uh, and also wanting to showcase our talent. I don't yep. think, though, like I've told people before, that is truly a lot of something that artists really think about. And, and when you're, I'll say this to you, when, when you start living a certain level, if you start having a certain level of success and you start being able to do certain things because of that certain level of success, and then it's jeopardized because you are no longer relevant, Right. you right. know, people get desperate and they start doing different things. I just realized I, I got my, my farmer. I apologize. Yeah, I got my farmer shirt. I got a big hole in my thermal. Isn't <laughs> So I'm looking raggedy on TV right now. Look, man, this is my farming shirt. Y'all can't see me on the podcast, but you can see me on YouTube. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, uh, but what was you saying? I apologize, brother. It just stuck out to me.
1: No, no, no. Go ahead. You, you, you were just talking, uh, mainly just expounding on, you know, being in the limelight and, and lack of a better word, attention deficit and you, you know the things of that nature
0: right and and that's what it really is you know what i mean I, I really think that um um it's what it is you know uh so you know i, I wish the brother success i think that soldier boy is going to make a comeback and a bounce back some kind of way fashion or form um because yep. he's filling that void that people have with takashi takashi is one of the largest trolls that were uh when when soldier boy fell off and um uh, mm-hmm. I I I really see that there being a void unless someone else um, um stands up and takes out takes the opportunity now to come and start trolling because it's becoming a trending thing to troll. I think so people yes. will be able to come back and fill that void. Right,
1: right, right. All right. So well, it, it's it's definitely needed. Um, uh, it, it's it's a wonder a lot more people aren't catching on and doing that because that's an area, um, like you said, it's a deficit. And you know, I was just thinking earlier. You know, when you walk into a neighborhood—not not getting off topic, but right. basically the same—is that you look and you scout the neighborhood and you see, okay, they got a pizza store here, they got a laundromat there, they got a pool hall over there. What's missing in this neighborhood? What what that I could bring uh, right. to this neighborhood that would right. be of value or whatever that right. you know the neighborhood—that's something that can be talked about, something that can be done. You know what I'm saying? So right. applying right. that in the same thing far as with with, with uh, Soldier Boys doing.
0: Right. He's he's filling that void of uh, because obviously, you know, there's just people who like to troll. There's it's within yep. yep. nature. And so he's filling that void that we have to have with within our human nature. Just we need the controversy. We need the drama. We need the the over exaggeration. We, we need that. So I, I can mm-hmm. definitely, um definitely comprehend what you're saying. So let's, let's do this. Go ahead, brother. <laughs>
1: No, I say it's a balance
0: it's a balance that's correct it's definitely a balance so let's do this let's go to questions that's being asked of us right now and uh d i'm i'm gonna let you ask um answer one of these uh so wave gang okay. says do instagram promotion accounts work
1: <laughs> absolutely any anything that you're 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 using it it just depends on how you use it you know um you you gotta do some research you gotta You know, a lot lot of times it's trial and error. And that way you see what works and what doesn't work. And then you just apply what works and, uh, you know, just expound on that. But it definitely works. I mean, it works for me. I I had the same reservations at at one time, um, but I don't do a whole lot of them um, because, yeah, it it works. I can say it works.
0: So so, um, for those of you who probably didn't hear on the YouTube side of things, Um, them beats productions. Dave said that it does work. Um, and I agree with him wholeheartedly. Like I said, my son has an Instagram account, um, that he runs and and he he works. He don't have any bots. Everybody are real followers. And when he posts things, you know, he get anywhere between 800 to 1000 to 1500 views per post. And that means a lot, you know, especially, um, Consistent post or a post that's going to stay online 24 hours. Now, what works even better, guys, is mentions. I love the mentions on Instagram because mm-hmm. whether you think it's a bot or not, um, mentions work when you are, when you are mentioning real live people, um, to your post because you are bringing brand awareness to that particular post and your Instagram channel. So yeah. I definitely love mentions personally. That's my, my personal thing um that I will go with. So the the answer wave gang is yes. Instagram promotions does work. It's worked for me, I know for a fact. Um especially because my niche is um international. You know, music business is international, it's all over the world. So I can cater to pretty much anyone that can either understand language or can transcribe my uh tutorials into their language. Um mm-hmm. and it's worked for me. You know, I picked up a ton of followers. Um at first I thought they were just bots but then as I see the people and their engagement, then I realize, okay, these people are just from different countries and, and the the marketing and promotion that I've put in is really paying off and working. So, uh, Wave Gang, yes, if you plan on doing Instagram promotions, I would definitely use it.
1: I, I also want to add on to that for me is that you said something uh, very important that's engaging. You know, a lot of times people don't engage with other people and they're right. wondering why they're not getting any engagement themselves. And that goes basically with any platform, you right. know, if, if you want people to engage on your stuff and you, you gotta do the same and, you know, maybe a little time consuming, but you gotta put that time in. Right. And, and, and give that value if right. you, if you want to have that value given back right. to you.
0: Right, And And that's true because that's, I think a lot of times producers and artists forget that, you know, just as much, um, um, that we want people to engage in our music and to tell us and, and rate it and view it. That you have to return that because people are looking, you know, if, in other words, like I have people follow me. and A lot of mm-hmm. times I don't know who follow me or not. I don't do Instagram like that. Most of the times I set up my post and it's something we talked about earlier. I set up my post mm-hmm. and then I just time them. Uh, if I do go on Instagram is to deal with questions or things that's asked to me. Um, because I don't have my notifications on my phone, but what I, I will do is when I see people that follow me and I go to their page and I see that they have relevant stuff or they're a producer or artist, then I'll follow them back, you know, and then that means so much to them, they reply back and like, Oh, wow, thank you, OG, you know, whatever, you know, because they didn't expect me to follow them back, you know, and so, um, uh, I really think that engagement, if you're going to look for engagement, that you others as well,
1: um, yeah, yeah, so, now, we, no, I'm sorry.
0: We get to blueface. We're not going to pass up okay. blueface dirty needles. Um, but D, here's another question. Um, someone asked, um, "Where's that now?" I think. Okay, is it okay to ask my friends to play my songs
1: on music apps? Hmm. Is it okay to ask your friends if they're your friends? They should want to. They should mind doing it.
0: And, and I agree with you. I think. Yep, yeah. I, I agree with you. If you if they're your friends, your friends should not have a problem playing your musical music apps, especially if it's going to generate revenue or streams. That is the Absolutely. key. At the end of the day, your friends should not only be playing your music, your friends should also be recommending your music. Your friends should be resharing your music. They should be reposting your music. They should be these your friends. If they're your friends, yep. they'll do this for you.
1: Yeah, show, show the love by action.
0: Show your love one hundred percent, man. And 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 uh, so one hundred percent. There's not a problem with someone or you telling your friends to. Uh, play your streams. You know, it's not like you're doing it yourself or you're sitting there, you know, playing your stream over and over and over again, trying to grab these little couple of pennies that they're giving you. So, uh, 100%, I think that you should be doing that. Um, Wave Gang, I think we already answered one of your questions, Wave Gang. Let me see another question. So, we have a question from uh, Demario Townsend, one of our music millionaires. Can a, produce, can a producer who's an artist get signed for being a producer? And on the other end, get signed as an artist. Okay, I'm not going to ask you to answer that one. D, I got this one. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, very interesting.
0: Um, Demario, more than likely, yes. What what happens is, if you are a great producer and an uh, artist, there is no label. If if you are both, that you're not going to get signed. It's like saying, do our record labels sign songwriters? Um, and not make them artists. Neo is a prime example. Missy Elliott is another great example. Drake uh-huh. is a good example. These were all artists or song ghostwriters who became artists. So yes, producers can be signed as producers and be signed as artists. At the end of the day, what most producers have to realize is you're still a songwriter. You're still a you're still an artist. You're just more of a silent artist. But if you guys remember in a recent video, I was talking about how the producers now are becoming the new artists. People are starting to realize, you know, that the producers playing a large part in the making of this musical, this track that I like. Mm. Yep. You know, so yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, um, doable. Benji Barker asks, is Music Dash Millionaire Site yours? Yes, Music Dash Millionaire Site is mine, <laughs> along with <laughs> Red Stick Wireless, along with, I have like four different sites and four different businesses. I am recording my life for you guys. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm working on, D. I'm working on a documentary just the day, I'm not going to call it a documentary, uh, a video for YouTube saying, a day in the life of a music producer. I didn't even want to add Grammy producer or platinum producer. Right. Just a right. day in the life of a music producer. Because I want you guys to know how much I deal with. I have five, four, five, five different websites I control. You know what I mean? I have umpteen businesses, publishing, distribution, video, YouTube, podcast, all this stuff. And you're like, this is the fun part for me. You know, we talked about <laughs> this earlier. This is yeah. actually the fun part for me.
1: And you know, a lot of people don't realize that they they look at the product but they don't know what went in the, into the product, you know, the packaging, the preparation and all that. Right.
0: Right. And and it definitely takes a lot and you know that because you own a business as well. Uh it Absolutely. takes a lot, and you know, and um one of the things that I definitely lack is sleep, you know. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Bro, bro, look at here. It's Sleep is the hardest and the most valuable asset and commodity you have. I, I am oh listen. Goodness. This is why I focus on teaching and educating you guys. I would prefer to do this and take three to four hours of sleep, or sometimes two hours of sleep, versus being in the studio with Dre and, and let me give you the example, D. This is what we, we, this is what you said. we we used to have to deal with. We we be we 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 were like we were like on the bat phone right. So the bat phone rung, (laughs) Dre. You know we need y'all in the studio in two hours. Okay, no problem. Reasonable request. We get to the studio, no matter what time of day. This could be twelve o'clock in the afternoon. If he's feeling something, he's feeling it. We get there. We're in the studio. We're working. We're banging out. We're ordering food. Okay, we got we got medicine on supply. You know at the time because I was you know I was one of those guys that partook in the earth. You know Mm -hmm. I don't anymore and. We would be in there banging out music. Two days later.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, here it comes to change.
0: <laughs> bro. like, because in the studio that we were working in, we know, I call them the dungeons. There's right. no sunlight coming in. You don't know what time of day it is. You know what <laughs> I mean? And, and you're working. And then as you are working, People, other people are coming in, other artists are coming in. You never know who's going to be in there. Buster's Mm -hmm. coming in or Scott Storch is coming in or Drake is coming in or whoever's coming in the studio just because everyone pretty much uses the same studios in Cali. And so with that comes new energy, you know what I mean? And that new energy. And so we're trying to bang out a project and trying to get something done for Drake. It's like we're doing that. While interacting with everybody, and eventually you're sitting in the studio for two days. So this yeah. is a <laughs> damn vacation for me, guys, doing this <laughs> yes, a vacation, man. And so, yeah. uh, you know, I-, I love it 100%, man.
1: 100%. Yeah. I can agree with you, man. That's the other day. As a matter of fact, yesterday, I did an all-nighter. I was in the studio doing some stuff, had some deadlines to meet. And I looked, peeped at the window, and I seen daylight. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then had to yeah. get up and do my regular. Daily regular training. job. Yep. Yeah.
0: It. And that and that's how it was for me. Last mm-hmm. night, you know, uh, I went to bed about twelve thirty one. Um, I've been having uh, on, on on the farm. I've been having animal issues. So mm-hmm. um, there's been a, a dog that's been loose. That's been literally eating the cats and eating my rabbits. And wow. so I've been trying to catch him. And um, so I, you know, he. I heard him hitting under the house about two thirty in the morning. And uh, the cat's running around, so I got up, and then i couldn't catch them couldn't go back to sleep when I finally <laughs> went to sleep. It was like right before the children had to get up and mm-hmm. so then the children got to get up and go to school, and then I went to sleep for like an hour and a half, woke up late because I had a meeting with Germany, so I'm talking to germany and and we're doing the Netflix and the Amazon and distribution and all of that stuff and yeah. uh, you know, and we got these uh record deals I'm trying to um get some things done for my artists, you know on the record side and so I was like, and here I am on Skype with them talking, and they're like, oh, SG, you look like you need some sleep. You need to go to sleep. And I'm like, you have no idea. Yeah. (laughs) You have no idea. Um, And what was that? I apologize. And we're going to talk about some things. I mean, let me, I'm just trying to get these questions out the way William Sean says. I have to get my hip-hop gospel song to you. I tried to post a link, but YouTube blocks it. William, we look forward to it. Make sure that you can email it to me as well. Uh, music at gmail.com. Look forward to listening to your hip hop gospel. Um, let's see. I'm just trying to get the questions out the way for us so we can go into something, but oh, let's see. N- Nezzy asks, hello. And they put an arm um in it. I don't know why you put an arm um in it, Nezzy, but we're going to go with that. Is it okay if I have a slightly different way of making EDM? Dave, what you
1: think, brother? Absolutely. Um, See, here's the thing. In all actuality, everybody's copying off of everybody because you only make what you, what's in you and you got that from from listening to other things. Now, what you can do is, and what I do a lot of time is, I take what everything that's happening right now and then make it my own. And so you can do that and be slightly different. And what I find is there is a definite audience for that. So, yes. Okay. Absolutely.
0: All right. So there you go, Nezzy. Yes, is the answer. And and, and I'll pick it back off of what he said. Um, there is no protocol behind making music. Okay. So whether it's slightly different, whether it's largely different, whatever feels good to you, whatever makes the whatever gives us the ending product, the creativity that you or creative process that you go through is yours. And and there is no one that can say, hey, that's the wrong way to do it at all. As long as you come out and pump out a great mix. You can, you can get a, a great master sound and you can deliver what your client is looking for. There is no wrong way to do it. Okay. Yep. Um, Benji Barker said, I'm asleep now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, William Swan asked a great question too. Is there any way of getting around sampling besides paying out big money to use it? Well, first and foremost, let me clarify. And I know you didn't, you, I know what you meant. Um, and Dave, if you want to piggyback on this, you can. Um, yeah. You're not going to get around it if you're paying. Okay, that's the first thing. So I want to make sure we're clear on that. Uh, secondly, you can't get around paying the money if you're sampling someone else. The only other method that you have is to recreate the sound that you're looking for, to literally recreate that particular sample and changing it up. If you if you change it up well because there's plenty of songs all you have to do is, is 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 go into your repertoire of songs and and comprehend it we talk about this a lot as well um, I like to call it ghosting when you create mm-hmm. a sound that's pretty much is the same as something else but you just use your own melodies and you just you know take it out if you want a sound or a sample without the vocals I'm saying you can just recreate it yourself change a couple melodic keys and and then it's, it's 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 okay and fine. Sampling is just that. If you take literally a sample from a pre-existing recording and then insert it inside of your recording, you're going to have problems or you're going to have to pay. Uh, but a great workaround that is just recreating. And there's ample examples that you can have online that shows you how people have taken maybe a melody of another artist and or, um, something that sounds like a sample and just did it live per se. Uh, without, without, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for without copying too many of the Mm -hmm. lyrics or verses or something of that nature. So yes, it is a way to do it. You're just going to have to be creative, put your creative hat on and, um, think outside the box. You can also Google other ways as well. I love Google because Google give you a ton of answers from the people who do it best when they
1: steal from you. I'm not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. You, you hit it on the hammer. You hit it on nail. Right. Right. Um,
0: we we'll ask a couple more questions. Then I want to go into this blue face thing. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Pertinent questions. Pertinent questions. All right. So wave gain, And it's a great question as well. I think this is now. Uh, it says, can I ask one more question? Do you get paid for views if your video is on a world star YouTube account? One hundred percent. No. If WorldStar broadcasts your video for you, that is WorldStar's account, not yours, they are going to be monetizing that video. However, if you have, like for for example, we work with UMG, you can upload your music to our distribution platform. Make sure that you check the YouTube uh option as well. And then when your music is played and WorldStream plays it, you will get money from it just like any other royalty stream. So if it, Goes uh, viral, or if it gets one million plays or hundred thousand plays, you will monetize it that way. We also have the option to be able to claim that video if um, that video has your copyright, or you know you haven't licensed that music or whatever it is on world worldwide, and you can say wholeheart- wholeheartedly, it's mine. Um, there's options that are available to you, for lack of a better word. It just depends on the circumstance. Without actually knowing what type of video it is, if they're using it for fair use or anything of of that nature, I can just say to you right now, no, Uh, especially if you upload it on WorldStar and you give them rights to that video once you upload it to their platform to redistribute it. So you really need to understand what you did, learn, read, research, find out what you've actually given up. And I think that's the best way to uh, go about that. Anything you want to add, D?
1: No, that's about says it. I'm, you know, I'm sitting here listening. I'm also thinking about other stuff in my mind. Sometimes I, I, I go other places and, and in the same genre. But I'm thinking about if you work for a company and you are a researcher or, or someone that's a creative in that company, um, and you and you make something for that company, their company name is on it, so they're going to get paid. You're not getting paid on the outside you're getting paid through the company so but you said but you said it right on right on point right there so yep i appreciate it all right so by the way guys this particular
0: episode of this podcast and this youtube channel is sponsored by dem beat productions y'all make sure you check out dem beat productions go by his website Check them out. If you're an artist and you need some tracks, make sure you check out Demby Productions, as well as Red Stick Wireless. Yes, my company sponsored all of this stuff. My company always is sponsoring this stuff. So if you're <laughs> looking for phone service, whether it's on the Verizon Network, T-Mobile, or uh, damn. Oh, Sprint, if you have any of those services, we can help mm-hmm. you. Along with we got TV service, too. I got to tell people that we actually have TV service. I got to deal with the networks awesome. to be able to offer TV service, which is yeah, again, y'all don't understand what's on my plate every day. But uh, if you're looking That's for a affordable IPTV, we have you as well. So go by RedStickWireless.com. Check me out. Go get a free trial on the TV service. It works with your um, Fire Stick or your Roku device or your Android TV box or phone or anything like that. Check me out, RedStickWireless.com. All right. With that said, so, brother, this is what I was talking to you about earlier today. Now, and this is so crazy. So back to the, uh, the Breakfast Club interview, there was an artist on there called Blueface. And okay. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be straightforward. I I love the creativity of all people. I hear creativity in all my my brothers and sisters on this planet that we live on, our mother earth. And he is not one of my favorite rappers. Uh but to each his own. You know, to each mm-hmm. his own. I think I think yeah. he is work in progress, but I think that his style of rap is so is
1: so it's so different Different. that he
0: built the audience and that originality (laughs) is what's having him trend right now and why he got this record deal and speaking of record deals what was so fascinating to me which goes back to what I said to you guys in my videos y'all be surprised how many artists major artists don't even know how they get paid in this particular instance he did not
1: know what label he was signed to wow right (laughs) That must be I got to be a first. I mean,
0: I, I, how do you want I, to situation? He was asked a question who he was signed to. All he could say was he really don't know. But Cash Money West. And so they was like, so are you signed with Cash Money West or are you signed with WAC 100? Well, um all I know is WAC showed me the paperwork and you know, that's it. And and that was that was his response. That was his response.
1: Well, that's the uh, it's mad at- his management team ain't really uh, sharing a lot of info with him. So I, 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 I,
0: <laughs> I think I think Whack One Hundred is actually his manager. I, you know, what I mean, I think he's playing devil's really? advocate all, around. You know, I think he's a manager slash record label slash everything. But from what I understand, he signed with uh, WAC 100's label. He signed with Cash Money West, which Cash Money is signed with. If I'm not mistaken, Interscope. I think they have a Interscope. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so that's cool. Jimmy, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And then who is? it has to be another label. So basically, he's signed to four different labels, and he didn't even know it.
1: Mm. Oh, my. <laughs> what do you think of that? Wow. That's kind of mind-blowing. I mean, uh, man, I had to take a moment for that. To Guys, did, you,
0: did y'all hear what I just said? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know how many labels he was signed to. You can get you guys can check out the interview. Go on YouTube and Google uh Blueface uh interview on Breakfast Club. And it was right at I think the right out the uh fourteen minute mark, fourteen minute and fifty second mark um where he was asked that question. And I and I put it on my Instagram account. So if you guys don't follow me, follow uh me on my Instagram account, Music Millionaires, and check it out. I got a, a, a clip to it on my Instagram account. And I, I wanna know what you guys think, man. And share it because It is so pivotal, D. In today's mindset, these these, these young men and brothers and sisters are so anxious to get signed, they're not willing to ask the details of their signing. Now, let me say this. Let me play devil's advocate because it could be a situation, real simply, real simply, Mm -hmm. that he signed with WAC 100. WAC 100 told him he was just signed, it's going to be a joint um, collab with Cash Money. And from that point, it just stopped for him because that's all he needed to know. He might he might didn't understand that Cash Money is also um, working with uh, uh, Interscope and things of that nature. And so from the aspect of an artist, it might have just been that, you know, OK, I'm, I know I'm signed with that and I know I'm signed with, yeah. you know, Cash Money West. So that's as far as it And He probably didn't understand by being signed to Cash Money and then cash money is, of course, connected to Interscope. And Interscope is, you know what I mean, that it was just a trickling yes. effect. And that the more people that, are, that have their hands into the pot means several things. It, it, it pretty much guarantees his success, but it also means he has to give up mm-hmm. more money. So my question would be, anybody listening to this podcast now or however you're listening to it, you know, um, what would you do in a situation like that? Guys on YouTube, as you're watching this, what would you do in a situation like that? If you are a no-name rapper... You want to be signed, you get signed, you get signed by major label, yet you are signed to four different labels, which means, of course, there's four different ways this money is going to split before it even gets to you. However, yeah. what you have done is establish a career. You're going to get paid. They're going to make sure you're successful, but you may not get all of the money that you expect to get, or you may not be as rich as you would like to get immediately. That's the best way I guess like I can say it, D
1: yeah that's that's interesting because you you gotta look at the long term uh if you plan on being in this for the long haul, and the more hands in the pot the more you know, the less you get so um that being said, you know a lot of people do sign up, you know, but they don't really read the fine print, and like he couldn't answer that question straight out, so he really didn't know, so that goes to say to a lot of us, you really gotta um do your homework and, and ask questions. I, I know I do. Sometimes I ask questions. I get on people's nerves, but I, I want to know. And you know, if you don't, if you don't know something, right, happens.
0: right. And 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 I think that's the key, guys. And what what uh, uh, Dave just said was that you know, if you want to ask, ask questions, it doesn't hurt to ask questions. Anybody that I do business with, and 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 like my artists, read it, take it wherever you want. Because I know that I have one of the most standard and straightforward contracts there really? is when it comes to publishing or whatever. side I do for you. I'm always looking out for you because I don't want to screw you. I prefer to see you in a better place financially in the big, nice houses, driving the cars, and you comfortable versus trying to rip you off at the end of the day. If you're a pain in the ass, it's a completely different situation. But, you know, yeah, if, yeah. if, can, can I, if can, you know you have talent, I, I want you to uh, achieve. But you got to ask questions, guys. And I think that, that sums it up, absolutely. brother, with what you said.
1: Can, can, I, can I say this, too? A lot of people, I think the reason why they don't ask questions is because they don't want to come off as if they don't True. know. You know, a lot, a lot of people, they do that but it it only hurts you in the long run. You know, Um, you know, there's various reasons why people don't ask questions, but the one wrong, one reason might be is they don't want to rub the person asking the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? And, and sometimes they might not, they feel as though they might get an answer that they really don't like. So they avoid it altogether, but you got, you got, and 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 I can, I I
0: think 100% agree with that. You know, until you're put in that situation, you really don't ask too many questions. and, I, and, and I'll, I'll quote um, Eminem, I think it was on 8 Mile, and he said, opportunity comes only once in a lifetime, right? And I've seen uh-huh. that. I've literally seen people that that had such high standards or let their family come and or, or in, in get in the middle of the business and like, oh, well, I don't want this or that's not going to happen, and they miss opportunity because what I do know happens in the industry, and I've seen it firsthand. I have seen people who went down with a certain – person, I'm not gonna say no names, you know nah. what I mean? And get blackballed. Right. Been with them for years. Said the wrong things. Mm. Got blackballed, was giving me a call, like, look, what can you do? Please help me, wow. man. Like I, I wow. didn't mean it that way. Just tell them XYZ XYZ is like, bruh, I can't do nothing yeah. for you. You know, I gotta feed my babies as well right now. You know what I mean? And it's like <laughs> um it's 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 real. So I, I, you know, which is this again, this is this is what this program is about. This is what podcasting and, and the YouTube channels about, you know, empowering you guys so that, you know, the de- the devil that you're dealing with. You know, what I mean, and I hate to use that phrase, but it's true. It's really true. Yeah. It's better to know the devil that you're dealing with. than not know it at all. You know, and so I That's say good. to you that if you find yourself in those situations where, yes, it sounds good. I'm going to get me a, an attorney. I'm going to get me a lawyer. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen the attorney that's going to be qualified to even deal with the legal terminology and the type of contract that you're going to be subject to will not be within your budget. I promise you that (laughs) you will not be able to go and find this, this attorney, especially depending on the way the contract is formulated. It depends on where the uh, mediation process is, is identified in that contract. So if that contract says that any arbitration, that needs to happen happens in the state of South uh, state of California. That means you have to have a California attorney and guess what? California Mm -hmm. attorneys are the best paid attorneys there is in the United States. Trust me on that one. So, you know, most of the time you, you, you're putting a situation is like, I'm damned if I do damned if I don't. It's a, it's a, the prime example is look at Michael Jackson and Prince. You're not going to tell me these guys who Mm. are in the industry their entire lives were so stupid and naive that they signed Mm -hmm. over their stuff and, and, and actually had an option to do it. Oh, I'm Prince. You're not, I'm I'm not giving up my rights. No, they, they understood something. Yeah. I'm gonna give it up now, but I'm gonna come back and get it later.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's that long long term. term. And and they ate, you know, they, they,
0: they, their, their, their estates are still worth billions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? And so it wasn't like they was lacking in any way, fashion, or form. Matter of fact, what Michael Jackson did was he went and bought up an entire catalog of the Beatles and everybody else. That was
1: his. That's smart. <laughs> right? That's smart. Yeah. He went and
0: bought a catalog. He went and bought America's Sweethearts music.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah. You know, that's, that was how oh, Michael yeah. Jackson
0: got bad. Michael Jackson was like, I'll, I'll fix you. I'm going to buy the Beatles catalog, damn it. And I'm going to own Paul McCartley's catalog. How about that one?
1: Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That bold man. Right, you
0: know so um I, you know what I'll say is it's easy for us to sit back and be judgmental on that young brother uh but I think he's he's in a better place I think he's comfortable where he is he's achieved his mm-hmm. goals at least somewhat you know what I mean there is there's is a buzz around him I think he got like 1.8 million followers on Instagram or something like that and um, mm-hmm. it's not easy it's not easily achievable you know what I mean so again guys sometimes you know as as much as I like to empower you and, and like I tell people, Dean, you know this, like, it's easier. It's once you do the legwork for the mm-hmm. social media following, you might want well to go all the way with it. Unless you just want the, yeah. the bank behind yeah. you, you want the big bank, you might want well to go all the way with it because
1: go the, all the, the way. social
0: following is all you need. Everybody will keep wanting to know, like, how can I make it? How can I make it? What can I do? What's the secret, SG? The social following. <laughs> I can't say it enough. Yeah. It's the social yeah. following, yeah. man. So, you know. Uh, I, I big ups the brothers man I, I really do you know so let's see what let's see what they're saying here in the chat real quick D um let's see Agatha <laughs> with 1986 says you signed to four labels you better be getting that major push and, and that's what I definitely think track track yeah. music says get a lawyer we already dealt with that Uh Afro lords to tell fans about the way industry. I didn't get that part. Um, Green Fingers says really, it really depends on someone's situation. If you're stable financially, and mentally, you tend to make rational, calm decisions. I agree with you, brother. Absolutely. Um, track music, identify what we said. I would, I would have got a lawyer before signing. Green Fingers says, if you're desperate financially, been at it for years and it ain't popped off. If someone throw you a bone, you might chew a, chew on it like a pit bull. <laughs> 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 great analogy, Mickey <with> fingers. <laughs> great, great analogy. Yeah. The Mario Thomas says, and being signed to multiple labels, you're still supposed to request copies of your contracts to read over them for yourself, so that you can understand your obligations. And I, and and you know what? I think he has a great point there. Yep. But uh, oftentimes, Mario, what happens is being signed to all major labels is not what actually happens. You're not actually signing contracts with all four labels. What happens yeah. is you sign a contract with one label, which will be WAC 100 Records or whatever you call it. And then that record contract stipulates and states that um, he has the right to distribute and or sell or do what he basically needs all to right. do in order to recoup any monies and or publish or distribute or market you. And when that happens, what, what happens is that, that allows the door to be open so that your contract could be uh, exploited, for lack of a better word. But in the sense only yeah. of, again, if, if you are in a, a situation as an artist and you really want to make it, you know what I mean? It's one of, it's one of the greatest of lesser evils, for lack of a better word, because I've seen people exploit their physical bodies and their minds mm-hmm. to try to make it. And I think once you cross that line, then you know it's 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 completely you're completely gone to me, you know. Yeah. I mean, once you start exploiting the temple, but um, it's just easier said than done, guys. You know what I mean? And and I I'll, I'll promise you that you know if if I could take any one of you right now and sit you down before Dre or Jimmy, and once you're there and you realize like I'm that's that's Doctor Dre, fact, I, mean, like I had songwriters and producers that we had to send back that I was trying to put on that when they got round Dre. They lost it. You know what I mean? They literally lost it. You know what I mean? And so it's, wow. it's, it's, bro, it's, it's different, man. When you get around these people and you're like, I'm, I'm, this is Dr. Drake. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is Jimmy Iveen. Mean, this is those doodles, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and you lose it. So, you know, it's easier said than done, guys. A lot of times, you know, when, yeah. when you have not been put in that situation, um, it's easy to, to come up with all these situations. And again, yeah. You deal with and you wind up dealing with D and I'll tell you this right now, I see people that woulda, coulda, shoulda you know, thought process. I wish I mm-hmm. woulda. I shoulda. And yeah. I coulda. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, but I didn't, yeah. You know, so you guys gotta be very careful <laughs> yeah. with that. You gotta be, yeah. be very careful with that. Uh, but you know what though? Uh I wanna go back to the Soldier Boy thing, man. I think what okay. that mean with Soldier Boy, the SNL mean. I'm gonna make some mm-hmm. some hats because when he started talking about Trump, right? He gonna run for <laughs> when the when the comedian say he was running <laughs> for president in uh-huh.
1: 2012, like he was pretending to soldier boy. First thing
0: that came to mind uh-huh. was let's make rap great again. Uh-huh. t-shirts. Y'all make sure y'all pick them yeah. up. As a matter of fact, look at the bottom. Y'all should see my t-shirts. Down. I'm, I'm I'm doing it for real. I'm doing those shirts. So anybody y'all heard it here first. Anybody bite my stuff, mm-hmm. I'm suing you and like soldier boy said I want 5%. Y'all owe me 5%. Let's make rap great again, D. Yeah,
1: let's do it. All uh, right.
0: D, is, is there anything that you want to talk about? Any plans? What you got going on, man? What are you working on right now? Well, I
1: got um actually I, w- I was sharing with you earlier that I'm um in the middle of two deals right now with uh music licensing um company. I'm I'm setting up uh one is a 10 10- 10-track album. The other one is a 15-track album, and uh, what I'm doing is I have to format it in a way where I'm doing different alt-mix. You know, a lot of you may know what alt-mix are, that where you might send in the stems, you might send in just uh, the stems without the bass, without the drums, you know, different versions of it, so that's what I'm in in the process of doing now, and uh, as well as collaboration, I'm working with another, uh, two other guys, uh, you know, this you know, it it's it's interesting and we were talking about this earlier about losing sleep over this and right now you gotta put that work right. in and and you know, I'm just thank God that I'm able to do what I'm doing and still be able to, you know, handle everyday functions with the family, the kids, the grandkids. Yes, I say grandkids. And that leads to another thing is where a lot of people say, Well, you know, you get to a certain age, it's over. No. As long as you got breath in your body and you talented. You can do whatever it is you you put your mind to. If you can perceive it, you can achieve that's it. Yeah, but I I got a few things going on that's in the work, and I'm still working my day job, which you know through the grace of God I'm able to do that, and also through the grace of God, um, if other things work out, and I'm sure they are. Well, I won't be doing this forever, right. so um, yeah, so you know that's that's where I'm at right now. Oh, well, that's that's great,
0: man. You you're progressively moving forward, especially with the music library. And is there anything yeah. in particular that you did that? that got you accepted into the music library and these, and I'm, a, I'm not going to assume that these libraries offer sync and TV placements, correct?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, one of the things uh, that I did was, you know, just this little nugget and I'm going to share it with, with the guys out there is that when you contact these uh, music libraries, first of all, you don't just submit them a uh, 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 song. You don't just put it out there because actually that's spam. That's unsolicited. You know, it's how you word your, email how you uh um you know you speak to them then when they reply back and tell you how they want it because some people might want just an mp3 they might want um the wave or they want might want a 16 bit or 24 bit but if you put yourself what it is i give myself as a service i say i, I, I do some research and i see what they're working on if possible because a lot of them they, they won't tell you you know what they're working on right and uh I, I put myself in the service position. What can I offer you? Not what you can do for me. Right. And and when I've done that, when I got my response back, I did this also. It's another little nugget. I have a website and I put a special link where they can go on my website and view songs just for them, especially like when it's an exclusive deal.
0: Oh wow. You guys heard that? He 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 so he said that and he gave a jewel that when it comes to the library, firstly you have to present yourself as a service to the library not that that you know they are servicing you um mm-hmm. the second thing you said was to you send them a link a special link yep to certain music that you want them to preview or, or review absolutely
1: okay that they that they only have access to that they only private, have access to okay. private okay. link okay and and in the link i had to set up where the company name is in the link so when they click on that take them to my website and their their logo, their stuff pops up. And, you know, a little added touch, you know, a gotcha. little added. Oh, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful. And I don't know if you guys heard that on, on YouTube, but, you know, basically he's saying so, you know, he he creates a special link for the library um, that when they are interested in hearing what he has to offer to be included into their their library, library catalog. What he, he does is he create a special link with their company name and then provide a page with their company logo on it and then allow them to preview the track. So basically he customizes a yep. um, a um, music a catalog website, a website mm-hmm. page, a music catalog page for them to be able to hear the music that he has selected for them. So that, that personalization is what you're saying they look forward to and they look at, cause they know that you've taken the time out. It gives you a professional look and, and, and it makes it, it tells them that you value their business. Or opportunities. Mm. Absolutely. That's great, brother. I'm, 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 I don't even know what to say except I, all I could do is repeat what you
1: said. <laughs> <laughs> that is That's great, it, man.
0: man. That is great. That is so great, man. I love that. So, yeah. um, Wave Gain asks, what's the best way to promote your music? We, um, Dave, they, mm. they, what, what, what ideas do you have when it comes to that? And I, I'll pick it back off of you.
1: Well, the best way is what works for you because someone doing it their way may not work for you. So, you know, there's several ways you can do it. And like I said, you know, you got to, a lot of times it's a trial and error, you know, you right. may not get it on the first try. So the the best way I can answer that question is the best way that works for you. That's a fact. That's a fact. I mean, there's various ways. I mean, we can go into detail. Right. I mean, right. you want some of those, but right. you know, yeah. Right.
0: And, and that's true. So, um in a nutshell to to pick it back off of him is uh um definitely whatever you're comfortable doing, marketing yourself. Um uh, however again, one of the things that I have come to find out in this new world that we live in is older people. because uh, when I think I think if you're over forty, we we have the right to say we're older people.
1: Yep. Um forty is <clears throat> the new fifty. <laughs> yeah, forty is the new fifty, huh? I, I don't feel like it but my back is hurting.
0: <laughs> but um there are so many different ways. There is no wrong way of marketing except for spamming. I will tell you 100% spamming is the worst thing you could do because all you can do is get yourself blacklisted, get people to really turn your way because people aren't interested in that. Um, you have to make people interested in you as a person. I'm going to do I, – I plan on – I know I'm, I'm revealing too much. Let me be quiet. I'm, I'm going to give too much on this podcast. Let me stop. You know. Um, you know but I plan on doing an episode – um, with a marketing idea and showing you guys how certain artists have done it and what happens now. And I, I say it so much, you know what I mean? Redefining yourself, creating something yeah. that's new, creating something that, that grabs the attention of people. But more than anything, creating a a, a niche, your own micro niche is really yeah. the thing. And what I mean by that micro niche is people are interested, especially when you're marketing a micro niche set between rock, rock, and EDM. So if you got a rock EDM track, you now can market toward rock and roll people plus EDM people. And what they want to hear is, wow, I'm interested in hearing what this hybrid sound is going to be like, because I definitely like rock. And they said EDM. I never thought about that. So, you know, when you market, market yourself and don't just have what everyone else typically has. Don't have the same sound everyone has, you know, Mm -hmm. come up with something different, guys, you know, create something unique. Um, But I I will say to you, I really honestly feel like there is no wrong way to market. I think, however, what you should do is the same thing you do with your music. And I always recommend this. Do the research. Treat yourself like a student that is going into business management. Okay, Mm -hmm. And a part of that business management is promotion and marketing. So take promotion and marketing classes go on everything that you can to learn skip past all the fluff get past all the blah 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 and learn what it is to promote and market put yourself in a position as if you were going for an interview with a large company a corporation like coca-cola or someone like that and find out what they would be looking for in a marketing manager okay study that and then apply it to your business honestly guys I see this constantly. I see you guys spending thousands of dollars on equipment. I see you spending thousands of dollars on clothing. I see you spending all this money, hundreds of dollars on food, but you guys won't spend 50 damn dollars on a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad. Then you won't do the research behind it. You won't find out what's the proper way to, to advertise this ad, you know, ad. You just go online and say, Hey, babe, my, buy my beats. I've seen guys on um, Instagram, right? I was so happy to oh, see wow. producers, uh, actually advertising. I, I listen, I, I was going to throw a celebration. Then <laughs> I clicked on the brother advertisement, went to his website, and he just had the beat sitting up there. He didn't have oh, wow. welcome to my page. Um, you know, um, bonus for coming here. Get five free beats. Download right now. Give me your email and let's go. Guys, the yeah. email is the most important thing that you can have when it comes to your customers because it's a direct relationship between you and your fans, your potential clients, all of that. Make sure you capture that email. Make sure as soon as they get on that page, there is no wait 7, 10 seconds, none of that. When they get on that page, pop it up. Boop. Here, here's a free yeah. beat just for when they try to leave, pop up again. I'm sorry you have to go, but even though you're leaving, please, I'll give you something for free. Here, get this and that, da da. You gotta do that, yep. guys. You gotta capture yep. those leads, man. You gotta, you gotta to capture those lead.
1: That's important. That's because, like you said, if, if people use like SoundCloud, which is a great platform, right. you know Reverb Nation and all that, mm-hmm. you know they, they work wonders. Yes. But if you don't have your own mailing list, how do you expect to get back in contact with these people and let them know you have something to offer? You know, if these sites go down, that's a fact.
0: That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. Uh, Granger Lawton says, "Thanks for mentoring." Are mentioning? Excuse me. Being blessed to have a job, a day job, reality and balance are important. Granger, thank you so much, and thank David because yes, David brought that up. He really said that. So David, uh Granger often wants to thank you for mentioning that.
1: Are uh, you more than more than welcome, my brother? So we we already know we already
0: know someone that's over they, they're in their 35 or 40s when they talk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah.
1: Uh, th- you know, I, I also want to um, jump back to the point where you know people. I, I, I get a lot of people spamming my my timeline on Instagram and here's the thing I'm a music producer I can't understand for the love of me why do other music producers spam me and wants to sell me beats <laughs>
0: you know what <laughs> that, that, I can tell you <laughs> what they they're, they're <laughs> downloading these bots from these um pirate um, pirate websites and or they they are in their mind When they're, when they're categorizing who their Mm -hmm. potential clients is, what they're doing is producers, beats for sale, stuff like that, because they think that's their niche. And so, when they're using these bots, or whoever they're using, they're using it based on the principle of what they think their their client is looking for. So they'll be looking for beats. Well, that's what most producers Mm -hmm. are saying. Are you looking for beats? They'll use, you know, beats for sales as their tags. I'm doing the same Mm -hmm. beats, right? Yeah. So then they're not taking the time out to say, wow, I just, I just spammed another producer. Yeah. Why would he want my tracks?
1: Absolutely. You know, so
0: really it's still a lazy factor. We're, 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 we're depending on automated the, um, computations to do the job for us. And we're not mm-hmm. taking the time out again to just do it. You know what I mean? Do it ourselves. So yeah. yeah. The Mario Townsend asked, I think this question is for you, D. Does getting TV and film and trailer music placements put you on the radar to getting major and independent artists because they see you have big companies like NBC, ABC, Nike, etc. on your resume?
1: Well, oh, uh, absolutely. I'm sorry. go, go ahead. ahead, bro. Yeah, absolutely. It, it can work both ways Um because here it is. A lot of people say, "Well, it depends on who you know." You know, to get you to get you in, you know, to be put on. But it's it's also depends on who knows you. So, if you got your name in these movie trailers and background music for this, you know, ringtones, video games, wherever, that's adding to your resume. Right. And when people see that, you know, see the professionalism, and then hear the quality of sound, they be like, "Man, I got to work with that guy." Right.
0: That's how it happens. So the answer is yes, Dan. I was I was gonna say exactly what he said. Uh, It plays a a multi-intertwined part. Uh, I told you guys in the webinar, you know, that all your credits need to be accompanied with your resume. All the things that you do accompany because what it shows is the experience. And when you're dealing with major labels and when you're dealing with certain people, like when I'm having my conversations in the morning, what always shows true is me not just saying who I am and what our uh, credits and attributes are, um, are connected to it's the vocalization of it as well. So when they're speaking with me, they know that I know what I'm talking about because of those 30 years of experience. Well, what is the 30 years of experience? All of my credit, my my resume, the building of these businesses, you know, the success that I put our company in as the peacemakers to allow us to be able to say, yeah, we work with Dr. Dre. So, you know, just to go along with Dave said again, yes, it all plays a part. It all makes a difference. It does affect your long-term uh, ability to be able to continue to work uh, as long mm-hmm. as you are not on that crazy stuff, and and you have a personality that basically says, you know, I stay in my lane. I'm not too too far out there. I can have a little fun. I'm not a robot, but just I'm not that guy that's going to take advantage or really, mm-hmm. you know, be doing way too much. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fit Fit Felix says. Oh, Fit Felix gave us a two dollar super chat. That's what I'm talking about. Felix. <laughs> cool. Go ahead, brother. That's what I'm talking about. So I definitely let me read your question. Fit <laughs> Felix says, um, my grand my grandma is five years old and she wrote the song and she produced the video and the beats are fire. Bruh, Wow! send me that.
1: Look at that. Send me
0: that. Let me go down here and fly to your grandmama so we can put her on a video. If it's fire, let's go. I'm with you, <laughs> brother, on that one. Uh Green Finger says well, they they think you are buying beats because you have a high demand to fill but you got that plug. Okay. Um I thought you were looking for this. Yeah, I took the the batteries out the phone because our baby bought it to her. Taking a commercial break right now, guys, live. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's
0: going on Oh little Okay
1: well, I might have to G-mo? take a break in the yeah. film
0: Oh, Miku Okay, alright And we'll we'll wind this up, brother, well, on uh, the podcast Um Let's see Well, Felix, send, send us the uh, Send us the Link at this email account Because I'm going to pass this on to D and let him check it out as well Oh uh, yeah, I love it Um Stephan Jones says, "I don't mean to sound rude, but was there a reason why my previous question was ignored or overlooked? I would like to know who I need to speak to about my issue because I do want to support your business." Felix, I—I ha- I mean, Stephen, I have no idea where your question is, and you gotta realize, guys. Listen, it is not our intention, nor my intention, to ever ignore your question. It's a part of why I recommend super chat. If it's a dollar or two dollars, I don't care. It's going to highlight like what happened with. Fix it, Felix. And then I can identify your particular uh, question. You know, if it's that important to you, especially if you feel like it's going to help you in any kind of way, just use Super Chat. A lot of you guys recommend it, but it's never my intention to ignore your question ever. Okay? Um, oftentimes I look at the depth of the question to see what it's saying so that, you know, I can answer it. Uh, But I'm not even seeing your question, Stephen Jones. Oh, let me see. Yeah, I don't even see your question, Steven. So you may have to ask it again, copy and paste it or something, and I'll see what I can do for you. But you guys, you you, you got to get thicker skin, you know what I mean? Because one thing we don't do here is we don't try to ignore you. We don't try to, you know, bypass you, you know what I mean? If if it's a question that I've asked a thousand times before, been fine, I probably won't answer it. But if it's something that I think is relevant, I will, you know. So, um, and then he ended it with, that's just all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, so. I wanna say something also. I know a lot of times it can be frustrating when people, you know, assume or get the wrong idea that they're being overlooked. But I also wanna say on the other spectrum of that, that if it's something that I'm being asked, uh, just so the people know, that if I don't have the answer to it, I don't mind saying, Well, I don't know. You know, I'll get back to you or you can contact me and we can discuss it later. Right. That's what it's about. It's about each one to each one and just representing and, you know, loving one another. So, you know, for the people mostly that's our in this channel, I guess they understand that, but we just want to set everybody at ease that, you know, don't feel neglected or overlooked right. because in the first place, this is the reason why we have a channel. That's
0: a fact. That's a fact. The channel is designed, and this podcast is designed to help, you know, uh, oftentimes the topics that we want to talk about, we get side, you know, barred or sidetracked uh, because yes. there's so many different questions asked, um, especially when we go on live. And you know that, day when I get on live, Oh yeah. I can oh, try yeah. and stick with one particular topic so that I can mm-hmm. make a video for later on for someone who may have asked me the question. And then we'll wind up taking on a hundred questions. And, you know, um, a lot of it for me is just rhetorical questions that I'm, that I'm being asked. Uh, but I don't mind doing it. It just shows you, anybody who's been following me over these, these last couple of years. No, I will answer the same question over and over again. If it means you're going to get clarity or if it's going to help you understand. And I just ask everyone who's been down with me. You know, to have patience. As a matter of fact, I've lost subscribers because they're like, oh, yeah, you're answering the same thing. And all I say to you is, <laughs> you got a, if you got a, a better question to ask, ask it. You know, ask it. Yeah. Um, but people know, yeah. I, I, one thing that I don't do is, um, I, I try my best to help. That's what this is about. You know, I wouldn't even be on here if it's about, you know, anything other. Yeah, I pitched, I pitched our websites. You know, and stuff like that, because that's how we make money at the end of the day. Because we're not charging you for here. So even with yep. Felix giving us two dollars, man, that's a blessing. You know what I mean? Because he didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? I'm still going to answer the questions. You know what I'm saying? And you know, Stephen Jones just gave a dollar. You know what I mean? So I appreciate you, brother. Um, but uh, it's what I do from the heart. You know, and 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 I got Dave on here from Dembe's Productions. On here as well, because it's what we do from the heart. We didn't we didn't sit down and say, well, how can we make money from these people? How? Yeah, Dave, you know, I, I, I can make you a thousand dollars if you get on here with me. That's not what we
1: do. Nah.
0: You know, our nope. thing was let's do something positive. You know, what I mean, let's get insight where we can. I wanted to bring um, awareness. But, uh, Stephen, I apologize. We feel like I ignored you. Stephen Jones says, Peace, brother SG. I submitted a few beats a couple months ago and got no feedback from your team. I just would like an update if possible. Much appreciated, family. Stephen, there's no problem. If, even if no feedback doesn't mean anything bad, when you, when you particularly want us to listen to it and then give you feedback, mm-hmm. let me know. Email me personally. You know what I mean? mean? I try my best. My team will filter a lot of emails and, and, and I have like four people that go into my email. But when there's something that's priority or they prioritize something, they'll send it to me. Uh, and all you got to do is address it. Hey, this is me, SG, from the chat or whatever. And I'll listen to it. If you have a folder with us, if you are a music millionaire and I haven't consulted with you or if I haven't any of that, just drop a line with me, guys. I'm, I'm you guys. You understand what I'm saying? Throughout all the business, throughout all the publishing, everything I got going on in my life. Again, I'm, I'm running a farm. Literally, I have over... 80 animals on my property. You know what I mean? I have a ton of damn children. Okay. Just, just <laughs> <no>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm running four different businesses. I have obligations to my clients and stuff, but guess what? I've been on here now. Me and you've been talking for at least about two and a half hours, bro. Just about. And so, you know, that's what's going on. So what we're going to do guys is we're going to go ahead and close this particular episode of this podcast up and, um, Love you guys, each and every one of you. Appreciate all of the uh super chat uh monies we got. Dave, is there anything you want to close out on?
1: No, um I'm I'm good. Uh yeah, you know, I enjoyed uh this time that we had together. And uh just want to say that, you know, we love giving out gems, love helping each other. No doubt. And with that said, guys Yes, we are only human We are only human But we
0: love you We love you We love you I love all of you I wish you number success And whatever we can do to help I will uh, All of you guys Who want to drop me a link Send me my uh, email To musicmediates At gmail.com If you want to contact uh, My brother here, David With DMD Productions as well Send your link out forward to him And then let you guys Communicate as well And He can drop From you as well With that said, though, guys Always remember, man Music is life
1: It's life We out, guys. Peace. The Peacemakers.